Learning from a book and learning from conversations you have with others are both really important and meaningful ways of learning. But the learning we do while we work is just as integral. My name is Benjamin Gilbert, and this is Modern Shepherd. Over the course of my time studying shepherding, the history of it, and how we use it now, I was able to get some really cool hands-on experience with my advisor on the project, Gwyneth Harris, and her two dogs, Benny and Elsa. To kind of set the scene, Benny and Elsa are both border collies, both really smart dogs, both working dogs. And in getting to work with both of them, I got to see a really interesting dichotomy of types of personalities that are able to come out in dogs, even in the same breed of dog. There's kind of this notion that all dogs of the same breed are going to act just the same, and they're really not. There are going to be some traits that are really distinct to dogs and that you're going to most likely see in a breed and that are going to typically come out in a breed, but that doesn't necessarily mean that every dog of that breed is going to be the same. A huge difference between Benny and Elsa was how they handled working and how they handled commands. Now, without a baseline of like what these commands do or what they look like or what they sound like, it can be really hard to wrap your head around how they're followed and what that means. And so getting a general baseline first will be really helpful in understanding how both of these dogs functioned. Now, the funny thing about commands is that they are not universal. There's some general commands that you're going to see used by most shepherds because especially when you're training and raising dogs for other people, you're going to want to use commands that make sense to the action. The fun part, though, is if you're training a dog for yourself, you could really use any words for any action as long as you remember what they are. For example, down or lie down is typically a command that tells your dog to stop and uh, sit down and not go after the sheep anymore. But it doesn't have to be down or lie down. It could be any phrase you want it to as long as you remember that that's what that means. The dog doesn't understand the concept of lie down. It understands that the sound lie down means to do that action. In general, though, most of these commands are going to be really similar from shepherd to shepherd, just for ease of use. The most common commands I've come across are directional commands like come by and away or away to me. These being come by as a clockwise motion around the sheep and away or away to me as a counterclockwise push on the outside of the sheep. There's also commands like walk up or walk on, which is going to tell your dog to slowly walk towards the sheep. This is a kind of pushing motion, usually when you want the sheep to go straight from where they're already at. Um, Steady is typically a command used to have the dog maintain their current action, but to do it in a slower or more steady pace. There's also look back, which is one of my favorite commands, which you tell your dog when 
one or more sheep has split off from the group and your dog needs to look back and see that this sheep has kind of split off from the pack and needs to be rounded back into the group. There's also a lot of more complex commands that you can get into. And these are typically commands you're actually going to see in trial herding where you need to do really complex maneuvers like splitting sheep and pushing one or two groups between different gates or through certain obstacles. And it depends really on how difficult and complex your personal setup is, how complex you're going to need your commands to be. As well as the complexity of your system, how many sheep you have and how many dogs you have really affects the way that you're going to herd. Some more complex maneuvers can be made with less complex commands if you have more than one dog. Some of this became really evident to me when I was working with Benny and Elsa. And this may sound silly, but a dog knowing their name, especially a dog you're trying to teach alongside another dog, is going to be one of the most helpful things in the entire world. Because a dog understanding that they're only supposed to follow commands with their name before it is going to be so incredibly helpful. When moving around the sheep on the farm here at school, I was able to see these moments where we would need pushes from from both clockwise and counterclockwise. And so what you could do in that moment is you could tell Benny come by and Elsa away to me and they're both going to move around and that's going to move the sheep in a different way than pushing from one direction, which was really incredible and really helpful at moments. Another really incredible thing that I got to see because of the situation I'm in was I got to see these dogs work with two vastly different groups of sheep. I had the opportunity to work with them and Gwyneth here on our school farm uh, with sheep that aren't regularly around these dogs and haven't really been herded. And then to go to Gwyneth's farm and work with her sheep and her cows and see how very differently both interacted with the dogs. It also wasn't just how the sheep interacted with Benny and Elsa, but how Benny and Elsa interacted with the sheep. It was very obvious to me that Benny and Elsa worked better with a routine that they regularly did. For example, on Gwyneth's farm, all she needed to tell Elsa was to go get the cows, and Elsa could go and get behind the cows and push them back in from the field up to the barn without any kind of trouble, because this is something she has done so regularly, and the practice of it is what made her good at it. And it was really incredibly impressive. But then working with the sheep here on our farm was totally different in experience. The dogs weren't necessarily familiar with the commands in that order in the space they were in. It was just slightly less familiar to them and so the performance was definitely different but between the two dogs there was this really big difference in personality um benny and elsa are certainly two different dogs and that can sound really silly and obvious like yeah of course they're two different dogs of course they're going to be different but the way in which they're different was so clear and interesting 
and new to me personally, and I was just so excited to see it. The really big example is that Elsa had a much, much stronger eye than Benny does. She is able to move the sheep with a lot less effort than Benny. During the time I saw Elsa working, though, she also had less of a strong grip on commands than Benny did. So while it took less effort for her to move the sheep, it took more effort on the handler to get her to do quite what you wanted her to do. On the other hand, Benny took a little more effort on his part to get the sheep to move. He was a little less confident in his work, but he was incredibly good at listening to commands, incredibly dutiful at listening and doing what he needed to do. But he really wanted reassurance. He was less hesitant to make a move on his own, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. They are just different and require different kinds of handling. I also think that one of the most meaningful things I learned working with these two dogs, with our sheep and Gwyneth's sheep and the cows and the ducks at one point, was that there also is this huge margin for error on the dog's part and on the person's part. And sometimes things don't work right. And sometimes you ask Benny to come by and everything should work out fine, but then your most stubborn sheep is going to stand there and she's going to kick her feet and huff and not want to do what you want her to do. And that's just how it's going to always be. There's not going to always be these perfect cycles that you go through where you pull in your sheep and you herd them and you move them in these perfect patterns that are going to be great every single time you work. There's just this huge margin for normal error and that's okay. Moments where asking Benny to do something or asking Elsa to do something and it not working is not the end of the world. There's always going to be more time to fix it. It's not going to be the detriment of your day if you have to step in and push Jackie aside and ask her to move yourself. It's okay. And those moments really gave me a sense of relief and took away a lot of concern I've always had thinking about working with animals is that what if something goes wrong? And you deal with it is kind of the answer I understand is that you're going to just deal with when things go wrong and it's okay. And Usually things aren't going to go horrifically wrong. Usually there's not going to be some kind of catastrophe. Usually you're just going to have to step in and move Jackie yourself. And as with all things, routine and practice is not just something that you need, but your animals need as well. And getting in these cycles of routine and getting into the practice and habit of doing things and doing things in the way 
that is meaningful and good, not practicing bad habits, but trying always to practice good habits and maintain these cycles and routines is what's going to get you the best result at the end of the day and make you feel the best about the work you're doing. This is going to be true about handling your sheep. This is going to be true about handling your dogs. This is going to be true about asking your dogs to do something and teaching them commands and every aspect of working with your animals is going to be a routine. And the routine and the practice is what makes you good at it and what makes them good at it. And this kind of comfortable flow is going to make everything more meaningful and make everyone in the situation quite a bit happier. And the longer you work at it, the more you're going to learn. And it's always going to be this constant learning process where you and your animal learn to work together. And I think that's probably the biggest takeaway I found was that there isn't an end to this learning. There is no, like, I have finally mastered shepherding and now I am done learning and all of this information is in my mind now. It's, I have this experience in the past for X, Y, Z amount of years and those experiences are informing what I do now. But it's always so important to maintain this open mind and this framework that you are constantly learning and evolving as a person and as a person who works because then you leave this really great opportunity to evolve and change and get better. Like there's always this room for constant improvement and none of the people I talk to are some kind of shepherding genius. None of the books I read were written by people who are like the end all be all of shepherding. They all were constantly evolving and learning. And that was really incredible to see. And it was really incredible to realize because I feel like getting into different fields and learning new things can be so incredibly intimidated, especially when you're not good at them in the beginning. But realizing that no one knows everything about shepherding. No one is the dog expert. No one is the sheep expert. But you become an expert and you become incredibly in tune with the animals that you personally work with. And you and these animals form a unique bond and experience every single time you work with them. And all of those bonds and experiences culminate into a new experience every time you work And you learn from every single one of those experiences every single time. And you are always going to improve. And that is so magical, especially when you're working with animals and they're learning too. I'm really grateful to have had this really cool opportunity and to be living and learning and working in a place that gives me access to the people and the animals and the resources I needed to be able to find this out. And it was really incredible and really magical to be able to do this work. Thank you for listening. I'm Benjamin Gilbert, and this has been Modern Shepherd.
a quick special thanks to everyone who helped me work on this, to Gwyneth Harris, to Judy Bingham, and to Jim McRae all for working with me and letting me have such great conversations. And a thank you to Gwyneth and everyone on the farm team for allowing me to work with our sheep and work with the animals. It was really fantastic.